0: This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 28. The Ego is Not in Charge, a Fitness Philosophy by Neghar Fununi of negharfanuni.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Health Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in health, fitness, and nutrition five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dr. Neil Malek. Hello, fitness and nutrition friends. Welcome to Optimal Health Daily. I'm Dr. Neil Mollick, your narrator of blogs covering health and fitness. I read to you from many of the most popular blogs out there with author permission, of course. And I wanted to mention, if there are any blogs you'd love to hear read to you right here on the show, you can suggest them on our site, oldpodcast.com. Definitely let us know and we'll actually do the rest. We'll reach out to the authors and see if we can get their permission to read their posts on air. And if you didn't know already, there are two other podcasts where we read you blogs, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily. So if you like the premise of this show, definitely check those out too. You can subscribe to both in the same place you're hearing this show. Just search for Optimal Living Daily and you'll see them there. All right, let's get this going and start optimizing your life. The Ego is Not in Charge, a Fitness Philosophy by Neghar Fununi of Every Memorial Day, CrossFit gyms around the country honor Lieutenant Michael P. Murphy, a Navy SEAL who was killed in Afghanistan in 2005. Athletes come together to perform what's called a hero workout of the day, a workout in honor of a military or law enforcement hero who gave his or her life in service to the nation. Hero workouts of the day are in memoriam, and they're also really effing hard. Take Murph, for example. The Murph workout of the day, named for Lieutenant Murphy, requires you to perform the following as fast as you can. A one-mile run, followed immediately by 100 pull-ups, followed by 200 push-ups, and then you have to do 300 squats, and then finish with a one-mile run at the end. Right? I mean, that ish looks nasty. As a patriotic first-generation American and a proud veteran, I'm excited to participate in this hero workout of the day, but... O-M-F-G, can I even do this? This is why, for the last several weeks, Deuce Gym, that's where I get my sweat on, has been offering scaled versions of this workout. You don't just jump right in and do a workout like this. Well, unless you're an elite athlete, which I think we all can agree, I'm not. I've really enjoyed the approach to MRF preparation at Deuce Gym. There have not only been scaled versions of the workouts, but scalable options within those scaled versions. So meta. This makes it possible for everyone to participate, regardless of their skill or strength level. On Monday, we did one such scaled workout where we performed the following as fast as we could. An 800 meter run, for those of you that don't know about meters, it's basically a half mile, 25 pull-ups, 50 push-ups, 150 squats, 50 push-ups, 25 pull-ups, and then finish with an 800 meter or half a mile run. Still pretty killer as Murph proper, but far less so. But here's the thing. In the last three weeks, I've logged just three CrossFit workouts. Three. I've done some yoga and high intensity interval training, but only three intense workouts in just as many weeks. So if I jumped right into this workout as written, what do you think would happen? Well, I'd probably be miserable during, but I'd also be so sore the next day that I probably wouldn't be able to walk properly. I think we all know that can't even sit on the toilet kind of soreness and how absolutely awful it feels, I'm not at all interested in that kind of soreness because not only do I need to function in my everyday life, but I know that if I wind up that sore, it means I wasn't honoring my body. So rather than let my ego make fitness decisions for me, I scaled the hell out of this high volume workout. So instead, I performed the following as fast as I could. An 800 meter or half mile run, 15 pull-ups, 30 push-ups, 75 squats, 30 push-ups, 15 pull-ups, and finished with another 800-meter or half-mile run. The next day, my chest, lats, and quads were sore, but it was entirely manageable. I still had a killer workout, and I was able to work out again the next day. But if I'd let my ego make decisions for my fitness, I'd probably be too sore to function. I found in my time as both an athlete and a coach, that a lot of athletes associate scaling with failing. If you have to reduce the volume or load, or if you can't perform the workout as written, then why even do it at all, am I right? We let our ego drive our fitness choices, sometimes to our own detriment. But this line of thinking couldn't be further from the truth. The truth is that the intuitive athlete honors her or his body as is, and only makes decisions that will serve his or her body. Going hard when your body needs to do otherwise isn't serving your body, it's stealing from it. And scaling back when that's what your body needs isn't a failure, it's smart and compassionate. It's what athletes do when they understand that the ego is not in charge. Fitness isn't about ego. It isn't about hustling for validation or recognition internally or externally. It isn't about competition to the point of destruction. It's about honoring our bodies and doing our best and understanding that best is a relative term. I finished the workout in good time, roughly 19 minutes, and I felt smoked, but not completely destroyed. I wasn't so tired afterwards that I couldn't remove my clothes, you know the struggle, and not so sore the next day that I couldn't function. I crushed it. This is what athletes do. We don't push ourselves past our limits out of a desire to please the ego. We honor our limits while brushing against them, intelligently and respectfully. The ego isn't in charge, we are. You just listened to the post titled, The Ego Is Not In Charge, A Fitness Philosophy by Neghar Fununi of negharfununi.com. I really like this post because it's something that I definitely could relate to. I used to work out at a gym that actually housed a lot of college athletes. And so I was older, obviously, and I'd be working out there, I'd be deadlifting on the platform. And i actually be lifting kind of heavy weight. And in fact, a crowd would kind of gather around and watch me because I'm not really a big dude. And so nobody really believed that I could lift that kind of weight. But my ego got in the way. I was thinking to myself, wow, look at everybody watching. I've got to pull this weight. And that's basically how I injured myself. So I can absolutely relate to scaling back. I will never do that again. I was out of commission for like a month. It's not worth it. I would rather do a little less and keep going than have to suffer another debilitating injury like that. So yes, it's okay to scale back, but don't forget to push yourself too. If you're at that point where you're scaled back and you're still working hard, that's good, that's okay. It's perfectly acceptable. I'll close with a little reminder. If you like this show, you'll definitely love the other two podcasts in our family, Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Finance Daily. We'd love it if you show some support to those shows too you can simply search for them in the same place you're hearing this podcast. Now, I'll be back tomorrow with a post from Steve over at Nerd Fitness, so I'll see you there where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs,